Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Jeez Dan. Is he giving off too much of a creepy Oompa Loompa vibe? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Let me entertain you. Today on the program, speaking of entertainment, I have Gary Bryant McGrath of the McGrath Project. Oh, you remember that name? Yeah, you heard about him last year when we talked to him right here on the What Makes You Famous podcast, formed in Los Angeles, now in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Yeah, the man has been doing it for a long time. And not just him, but his uh, group of comrades, his his merry band of men and, well, women as well, that have been helping him out, getting that uh, project off the ground and in your ears. So fantastic. He's got several albums out. You can find them on all your favorite streaming medias. Uh, so I encourage you to go check out Gary McGrath. And we're going to hear about what's going on right now in the next few minutes <laughs> so stick around this week's shows oh my goodness i have two count them two public shows two usually i only have one public show every week but two i have my usual friday night gig at the rab in conway arkansas the video dance party karaoke jam yes i said karaoke you're the stars of the show we got a little concert starring each and every one of you we got a uh, full bar kitchens open good food oh delicious food i don't know if you know the, the the new owners i guess they've had it for about six months or so they're the same ones that own the italian restaurant in conway arkansas so yeah that good food and it's not just italian food but their burgers are good the wings pizzas oh my goodness delicious delicioso prego Mwah. oh I like it. And then they have uh, pool tables, 10 diamond style professional pool tables and a pool tournament on Friday nights. So if you want to try your hand at playing pool and possibly make some money while you're waiting to sing on stage right next to yours, truly come on out to the Rab Friday night from 8 p.m. until 1230 in the AM. That's what I'll be there. I think they open at four. So if you want to grab yourself some early food before the show, come early, sing often, sing a lot. And dance. Oh, my goodness. Good times. And then on Saturday, Saturday, last Saturday, I was at the Choctaw VFW in Choctaw, Arkansas, right out right there close to Clinton, Arkansas. And guess what? I'm back again, baby. Uh, usually they've been having me about once a month. And they said, well, we need you, Dan. We need your keys, Dan. Come on out this week. So, yes, I'll be there. Uh, well, I mean, I... Technically, the thing is nine to one, but usually I'm there at eight o'clock, all set up and ready to go. And there's the early birds that are waiting. <laughs> Some of them have traveled all the way up from Conway. That's a that's a good half hour, 45 minutes to get to uh, Choctaw VFW. So and, and they follow me around, which is great. I like it. I like it when when my my singers come and visit with me at the Choctaw VFW and then the other people. Uh, yeah, the regulars at Choctaw. It's so good. So good. 
Always a good time at Choctaw VFW. They got a full bar. They got pool tables. They got a big giant dance floor, big giant room. They got a stage, lights. It's yours. Oh, my goodness. Good times at the Choctaw VFW Saturday night, uh, officially from 9 o'clock until about 1 in the morning. But uh, I'll be there at 8. Yeah, so come early. All right, that's enough intro. Let's get into it with uh, Gary McGrath, Gary Bryant McGrath of the of the McGrath Project out there in Dallas, Fort Worth, Fort Worth mostly. I, I always say Dallas, Fort Worth because that's the way it's always been said. I guess my my mom and my stepdad work at the airline, so it's always Dallas, Fort Worth. Kind of bunch them all in there. All right, skyping Gary Bryant McGrath now. Winner. Look at that. Looks like a real news show, like a real broadcast. Oh, my goodness. Look who's All on right. my screen once again. Gary McGrath. Gary Bryant Woo. McGrath. He's got middle name this, yes. on this one. It's been. I have a middle name. I'm, I'm important. Uh, it's way over a year. You know what it is. Okay. If you get a middle name, you might be a serial killer. But uh, I, that, that's a whole nother show. That are guitarist. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, it was Eddie Van Halen. Uh, name some other guitarists that have three names. That's three names. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and Prince. No. Okay. Well. <laughs> well, no. well, and then there was the symbol formerly known as Prince. That is correct. Oh, I remember those times, man. My favorite thing to him that he was on uh, Muppets Tonight and all the Muppets would talk to him. They'd hold up the sign that had the symbol on it. Yeah, but the artists have had a like. How are you doing? Sign. Artists have had to do a, a lot of crazy things to get out of record contracts and and uh, different things that they've signed on the dotted line to get their uh, their their name and likeness back. How do you get your name and likeness back once you've signed it over? Oh my goodness! Let's talk yeah. about the business of show. Yeah, that's why I thought Daft Punk was uh, not so daft when they were wearing the you know the used Star Wars helmets. I thought that was brilliant. That is so smart. And I think, uh, what is it? Sia does the same thing. She kind of puts the bangs in front of her eyes. I don't think I know what Sia really looks like. And that's a a new pop star for my loyal listener, in case you didn't know. Come on. She sings Chandelier and has those crazy videos with that little girl that dances real nutty, you know, and music videos. Oh, my goodness. Look, I know it's been a while. It's been over a year since we chatted last. I think it was, it was, well, I don't even have to think. It was March 18th of last year. Gary McGrath, what's, oh, wow. what's been going on the, with the McGrath project? Well, we, we did a, a run uh, of dates with opening for uh, Tiffany, 80s icon Tiffany. And uh, those went over really well. And we're going to do some more in next year, uh, actually, in probably April is what we're looking at. And before that, we're going out with uh, Guns N' Roses guitarist Gilby Clark, and we're going out with him for several dates. And uh, we're, uh, we have a new record that comes out next week, but our music video for the lead single got released two days ago and is already at 80,000 views. It actually went viral. I'm, I'm stunned, actually. Well, that's because I look awful in it. And yeah, I'm just kidding. 
Well, these are things that we got to worry about in this day and age. Do we get enough likes? Yeah. Do we get enough views? It used to be you take a demo tape over to your uh, local whatever uh, record company, uh, radio station. Uh, yeah, I, I used to love that. Man, when I was working at Terrestrial Radio, uh, artists from all over the area would bring me their tapes or their records and say, hey, can you take a listen to this? And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the music uh, producer here. I'm, I'm the guy who's going to going to make or break. And and if I like it, I'm going to play it, especially at the mom and pop stations. When I was at the little uh, little guys where they own one or two stations in South Florida, yeah. you know, I, I would I would I had the ability to listen to it and then play it. Now, when I was working for the big guys that had 200 stations all over the United States, tougher, a lot tougher. Yeah. Sometimes the music comes in from someplace else. Have you been able to get any music airplay? I, I know people have yes. their Spotify's and their own music playlist, but the air is, is a place. It still has its function to rest your radio. Magic, for sure. Yeah. It definitely has its magic. We, we have 27 stations now nationwide that are playing the single over the last two days. And uh, we did uh, Indy 103.0 live played it as well during drive time. And we knew when that was because we watched the video go from 20,000 to 40,000 in 20 minutes. What was it? Indy what? Indy 103.5 and then Brooklyn live. Fantastic. The the Los Angeles and New York stations. Um, And then of course we're in based in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. And so El Paso has been playing it. Austin's been playing it. We're actually going to be doing uh, the new single live on good day. Austin in three weeks. Yeah. So they were really, they were impressed with it where they invited us on during the middle of South by Southwest. Or no, the Austin City Limits Festival. I, I apologize. It's Austin City Limits Festival, and they went, we canceled someone playing because we want you. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Um, who paid you under the table? <laughs> but they uh, – That's they, called uh, payola, and it's illegal, they, uh, okay? We're, we're fully aware that payola is illegal. <laughs> yes, we're, we're fully aware of it, <laughs> thanks to politicians that shall remain – popular um well you know, okay look and, and we're gonna i've been playing it on radio what.com now the problem is i can i can play it my listeners can listen to it and it used to be able to tweet on twitter before x oh my goodness uh elon musk my buddy my pal i look up to you but you've ruined twitter man it used to be able to uh i was able to tweet every song and that way the artist would know, hey, he's still playing my music. And then they'd have something to retweet. So we were able to put content on Twitter, okay. X, now X. Is- and then they were able to retweet that content. And you would have even more content. Look, just for you, Elon Musk, we were putting content on your thing. And now we can't do it. Yeah, I was wondering that some stations that are internet stations that said they wanted the, the lead single from the next record. I sent it to them. They said they'll put it in rotation, and I haven't been tagged in anything. So I'm like, are the I didn't want to be like that guy and be like, hey, are you playing my stuff? And uh, but yeah, that explains it. There, if you're not able to do that, I'm playing it right there, right there on that computer, right there, and it's on and it's on rotation. But because um, Elon wants you to pay a little bit, I think he wants you to pay eighty four dollars a year uh, to to put content on his. Platform, so I'm going to pay so to help you from MySpace. No, he did not, man. 
And I know MySpace is still out it's there. It's in some time. instance. I, I still I look every once in a while at my MySpace page and I still have 11,000 friends on MySpace. And I, I, I'm not going to give it up because it's just out there. You know, my name's out there yeah. and I'm still able to to listen to those uh, those songs. It, it's mostly for bands now. Are you still on MySpace at all? I, I, I make a joke live. I always say, you know, follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, form- uh, X formerly known as Twitter. And then I'll say MySpace and Tinder and, you know, whatever. And... Uh, <laughs> Well, and I and my fiance just kind of went, is is there a MySpace? I'm like, yes, somewhere. And we saw it yesterday and she goes, well, you should learn how to log back into this. I'm like, why? Well, is that it's there? Is that a new thing that's that's happened over the last year? Uh, I I noticed you have you have a a, a relationship, a a Facebook uh, confirmed relationship. Is that something that happened? it It is definitely Facebook confirmed. Um, yeah, we've, uh, we've been really dear friends for over 25 years and she's always been a singer. I mean, I knew I met her in choir years and years and years ago. And so she's our singer and, uh, we've, we both found ourselves in a position where we could actually date if we wanted to. And it's just been a, a, a wonderful thing. She's had some tragedy in her life. I've had some tragedy in mine and it's just it's been a wonderful healing process and creative outlet because the the new single came really quickly because she and I just sat down in the house and I just wrote it and said, here, sing this, sing this. And uh, she was like, well, what's it about? I'm like, whatever you want it to be. Well, that is a thing you've had with the, the, the McGrath project. Yes, you know how to sing. You have a certain range to your voice and you have been the mm-hmm. front man. But you have a habit of putting pretty ladies out there who have their own ranges that add uh-huh. just that extra. So uh, if you want to give a shout out to your to your lead singer and uh, and gal, favorite gal. Yeah, I can I can definitely do a shout out. Hi, Bree. You're probably in the next room laughing at me. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, speaking of ladies, probably. and I, I want to touch upon, uh, look, when you said Tiffany, my heart skipped a beat. Okay, because uh, uh, I have kind of a a one degree. You think you're alone now. Oh well, no, I have a one degree of Tiffany, and I really would love it if Tiffany came on this podcast because I, I have so many things to talk to her about. But um, uh, Scott Haslett is he still um, in, involved with her? Um, he he was um, her management of some kind. Did you meet up with Scott when you were on this tour? No, no, oh, maybe uh, that's a thing. She had Scott was not a name that was used. Uh, the people that, that we worked with, with her, uh, as far as her booking agent and management, uh, were different names and very sweethearts of people. So yeah, I'll, I'll pass that along. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, see, uh, years ago when I was, she has several things that she works on all the time. Yeah. I'm I'm sure she'd love to talk about. Well, between her and Debbie Gibson, who was the, uh, the Brittany and Christina of the, uh, of, of their, of their time, of my time, Mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, there are, they're fantastic follows on the Instagram and on the, uh, the Facebook because they're always putting out content. I just watched something from, uh, Debbie Gibson just a little bit ago. She was doing some kind of a cover for charity, I'm sure. And then Tiffany does, does the same kind of, kind of thing. It's pretty dang cool. 
that they keep in the public well, eye doing their thing. The really cool thing I find about them was Tiffany was really adamant. No one, we, we didn't talk to her about Debbie or anything like that, or Deborah as her you know, preferred, but she did let on, uh, actually didn't let on. She just said very bluntly, she goes, the thing that she loves about time is that the two of them really are legitimate friends and check in on each other all the time. And, and when they're in the same city, hang out. And uh, she said, you know, they, you know, call and stay in touch very frequently which is neat when you see something in the press and you don't know if that's how what the legitimacy is so it was kind of a, a, a neat little fanboy moment to go oh that's real yeah oh so my goodness it, it's pretty cool i mean they're, they're definitely her songs uh, i grew up with them uh, she was a uh, famous for being uh, in the malls and breaking out yeah. that way I, I i don't know how because she was too young to get into any of the clubs that is correct. That is correct. I that, guess she was 15, 16, and I was about the same age, I think. Maybe a, maybe a tiny bit older, maybe a couple of years older than her. But uh, no, I, I, it's nice that people break out. And I wonder, you know, how do people break out these days? Everybody's got their own, uh, their own YouTube page, their own TikTok. <laughs> and I noticed that <laughs> you've, you've made the plunge to TikTok, man. You're doing it. You're 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 one of these kids that are doing these TikTok videos. You and you're dancing around and playing guitar and stuff. No, uh, wh- who who made you get into TikTok? Um, I, I don't. I don't think anyone specifically did. I just knew that a lot of people were having one, and so I I made one uh, just to see what people were doing. And I my biggest hobby is I love to cook, so I'd get on all of these like people preparing these desserts or steaks or, you know, salads or whatever they're making. And, uh, and it was like a cooking thing. And then like some female entrepreneur to put it politely saying, you know, if I bounce, do I get X amount of views? And so I thought that was funny. So I made one with me holding up two guitars and saying, so if I bounce, well, I get a hundred thousand views. And, uh, People actually started liking that, so I thought it was kind of funny. Hey, one can only hope, and because I, I, yeah, I, I think I mean, that's another. If you want to watch B-Bounce, You really have some problems, but well, that's all right. Well, that's another avenue of monetization. How do you how do you make money in this business we call show? It's certainly not from record sales. It's certainly not from uh, playing, getting plays on Spotify. You got got to get millions of plays to to get a dollar. You know, to get a dollar out of that. Yeah, it's it's. I I made a reference uh, to some friends saying that uh, the music industry now has gone back to what the rock and roll and what was called race records, all the blues records from the fifties, from the mid fifties, to where it was okay. We're back to a singles deal. We can't give you any publishing. We can't give you any royalties, but your name will be really famous. And you do everything you can with every outlet you can. And you just, you know, hope for the best. And it's really interesting to see that because, you know, as you know, you've been in this business called show for quite a while, everything goes in cycles. And so, you know, the fashion is usually like a 20, 25 year cycle before a fashion comes back in. So if you go into like a Walmart or Target, it looks like you're looking at the wardrobe from Sabrina, the teenage witch from 1994. Mm -hmm. Um, And which is really funny to me because it means I can get out my Looney Tunes shirt, my, uh, you know, my, uh, uh, a flannel shirt uh, to, uh, to put it over thing in my Doc Martens and I'll be styling 
like all the young kids. Uh, I don't know if I can still fit into my born in the USA shirt that I have sitting in my closet that I actually got back in 84. I just said I put it on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess baby doll shirts are still are are in style, too. So uh, can I get away with it? Will my 17 year old let me? I don't think so. I don't think she'll let me. (laughs) That's when you're like, all right, we're going to the mall. Oh, wait a minute. They still exist. Right. Well, I mean, it's cool, man. And, and you were talking about uh, playing your guitars and bouncing them. Yeah. Somebody like me who doesn't know how to play guitar, but is very interested in guitars. I, you know, you you have. All right. One thing you got to get uh, straight with your with your uh, with your gal is is buying guitars instead of buying her dinner, because I notice your guitars. How many guitars do you have? Because you have you have at least a Gibson, one of those big fat ones that I know. It, it, I saw it at uh, my favorite uh, my uh, my local guitar place for three thousand dollars. Is is that the a guitar that you have in your possession? It, it was more than that, but yeah, it was. You got a twelve string it, version of that. I the the what I have. Uh, I have a I have a Gibson Les Paul uh, custom. Yes. Uh, well, no, classic. Sorry, and they're around twenty-one to twenty-five hundred dollars. And I got that as a birthday gift from a friend. Uh, good friend who told me, yeah, very good friend. And he's kept saying, "Why don't you perform? Why don't you tour more on your own?" Because I was doing a lot of session work and being a hired gun for different people. And he's like, "Why don't you go out and do your own stuff?" And I said, "Well, I really don't have." the right gear to say here's this it was all the kind of budget guitar friendly stuff and so he bought me that for uh my four 35th birthday and uh then for i i played a lot and then i was doing a tour and for my 40th birthday um gretch gave me a uh a, a silver falcon which uh, if you go to your local guitar shop, they're around $3,500, $3,600. And so those are the two main guitars I play. Uh, but um, I was a big Monkees fan growing up. I got to do stuff with Peter Tork and Michael Nesmith and, well, all of them, uh, and do things. And one of the props for the TV show was this 12-string blonde country gentleman. And uh, Michael put in a call to Gretsch because they don't really make – they don't make them that color. Um, and there was a custom job and I got hooked up with TV Jones pickups, uh, which made pickups for Gretsch and they make amazing pickups and they, uh, assembled a replica of it for me under Michael's request. And that's what I use in the video. It's what I tour with. It's my, it's my favorite guitar. I mean, I'll probably be buried with the thing. Um, no, you won't. So. No, you won't. Because it's going to be in your in your will to whoever can pass. You can pass it down to that can keep playing it forever and ever. Uh, no, there's no way. Uh, you're not Egyptian. Come on, man. <laughs> Pharaoh getting play, uh, buried with a guitar. No, these are things that Pharaoh, I don't know if I could pull off that long goatee thing. I, oh, that, you well, certainly could, man. But the screen, but you, yeah, you you definitely want those guitars to be played. And play, not oh, put yeah, on a they're, shelf. They're begging to be played. Oh, well, that that was the thing. My uh, my future stepson plays. It's a very good guitar player. Actually, he's playing in the band uh, a little bit, uh, some shows, and he has more guitars than I do. 
and he has he doesn't have cheap i mean he has one or two cheap ones but he has like real gibson les paul standards and he has you know some of the high-end ibanez and prs's and stuff like that and uh he was like oh i need you know like any 20 year old kid and he's like i i, I want an sg i want a strat i want this or blah, 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 blah. and i was like i'm perfectly happy with my four well in your 20s you can definitely do whatever you want to do that's for sure uh you gather your gear uh by the time you're 30 you should start settling down and get ready to you know get married maybe and start thinking about kids if that's the right the route you want to go but in your 20s yeah. oh man i encourage these kids Go get a part-time job oh, yeah. or a full-time job, and whatever money you make, you put it into your your car, and then whatever hobby that you want to turn into a career that you know is, well, is beautiful. Well, I made the mistake of letting him know that I had a cart for him on Sweetwater of guitars. I want to get him over here for like a birthday or Christmas or whatever else. And he's like, "Well, can I see it?" And dumb asked me, "Went, yeah, sure." So, <laughs> well, you mentioned he has. <laughs> Go ahead. No, so he has his uh, stuff that he looks forward to, but yeah. One of the companies I'm endorsed by, we got him a 335 copy, and he just loves it. What company so, is that? So you can vintage guitars. Vintage guitars. There you go. And now you can say you've done your duty, your due diligence. Uh, represent. Uh, it's nice. It's nice when guitar guitar companies recognize that that you are. Uh, well, okay. You mentioned that you were a hired gun. Give my loyal listener an idea of what that is. Oh, hold on a second. Lost the voice here. Go. Okay. All right. Um, I was originally hired on to be a, 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 a sub player for Peter Tork's band, Shoesway Blues. And it was what he did when he didn't do the monkeys. And it was his favorite thing of doing that kind of Delta and Chicago blues stuff. And then I got hired to be the bass player for the Spencer Davis group. And then I was working with uh, Tim Bogert from Vanilla Fudge was in my band and he was in a horrible motorcycle crash. So I would sub for him on tours because he couldn't tour uh, for the Vanilla Fudge and Cactus stuff until Carmine found a, a permanent replacement. And then I would go out with our, our drummer with people from like the Doobie Brothers and uh, you know stuff like that. And I would do Vivian Campbell from Def Leppard and Dio, one of his little side projects that he called uh, Trainwrecks. That was kind of a cover band thing that he would do around L.A. and. And stuff like that, and uh, so, uh, and then I, I would sit in with Gilby Clark from Guns N' Roses and Eric Dover from Slash's Snake Pit, and they had a little thing on uh, Thursday nights, and we the McGrath Project would open for them, and I'd stick around if they needed an extra guitar player, bass player, which would happen every once in a while, not not horribly often enough, but we would we'd had a house gig where we opened for them for like three years. Well, these and are so <clears throat> these are people that you met in uh, in California, right? When you were out yes. there. Now, uh, again, anybody that reads your bio can see that you've worked with some of these people. Uh, you, you, you poached the bass guitar and I'm going to say poach cause it, it's not, I don't know if it's accurate, but it's definitely, it's nice when musicians get together, people from different bands, you had uh vanilla fudges, uh, uh bass guitarist and guns and roses, yep. keyboardist and foreigners drummer. And, you know, here you are in lead vocals doing your, your thing back in 2005. That's where it all started. Anybody yep. that wants to to hear the in-depth uh, we did a podcast about a year ago go ahead and look for it on the feed and you can hear hear yes. us uh, iterate all that but there there's new stuff going on go ahead oh yeah the new stuff is interesting because this record uh, it took three years to make because i couldn't make up my mind on what i wanted to do uh we had a, a single that was called piss me off that got put out on 
Texas Country and Red Dirt Radio. And it did it did fairly well. It got into the top 50, and uh, I say that safely. I was told top 20, but eh, I don't know if that's accurate. But I know it definitely got in the top 50. And uh, the record company I was signed to said, can you make a whole record of stuff like this? And at first, just out of – because I was going through a horrible divorce, and I just went, sure, give me something to do. And I wrote the record, and I just didn't like it. <laughs> and I, I – I kind of shelved it. I mean, it, it, there, and some of the songs from that on the new one. And then I decided, okay, well, I'm going to make another type of record and decided to make a very industrial style record that where I was playing all the instruments and brought uh, Brianna in to sing. And then we got halfway through that and I went, no, let's do a band record. So then we put a band together and finished that up. And then I had these three albums and I'm like, okay, how are we going to release this? And so we picked 10 songs out of those 30 to make this record. And so it's been interesting to see that process kind of go through. And uh, it was all simply because I just, you know, depression sucks. And luckily I had this uh, wonderful muse to direct me. And then we had a great support system through our drummer, Guyton Sanders, and our keyboard player, Dean Minerly, who is from Three Dog Night, who's been with the band since the beginning. Um, and he's unable to tour. And so a guy that played on some of the other records has come back in as a tour player and he's been real supportive of Victor Taruno. And, uh, my longtime bassist, Eric Delagard is, is back with a lot of stuff. And so it's, the, everybody's been real supportive of it. We made the video and here we are, we're getting ready to, to we're going to do some local kind of one-off things, but starting in January, we're going to really hit the road. 2024 is going to be really busy for us. Well, it's nice that you have this stable of musicians that are, uh, that are just very well adversed in what they do and from different <clears throat> bands and different, well, okay. Oh, yeah. They were hired guns. Cause I, I guess back in the sixties and the seventies, yeah. there was only like a handful of bands that played on every album, including the monkeys albums, yeah. you know, where, uh, Davy oh. Jones, uh, you know, all four of them would show up and they'd say, Oh, we only need Davy. You guys yeah. can go home. And that, and of course the monkeys were a unique situation because they were a, television show like the like glee or mash and you know it, they had all these they had to get these records done they had to film the tv show they had to do commercials all this stuff there just isn't enough hours in a day and uh when they released the the soundtrack and i use that loosely and credit them as the band they kind of went why are you telling the world we're a band <laughs> like you didn't tell us that and uh they had the palace revolt and became a real band. But the guys that played on the first two monkeys records are the same people that did the mamas and the papas did uh, Frankie Valley, the four seasons did Buffalo Springfield did the beach boys. You know, it, there was no difference between those players on all those records. They were all there. And uh, that's kind of leads why that being an influence um, when Brianna sings her lead vocals and I have my lead vocals that I do. It's because I loved the Beatles. I loved the Beach Boys. I loved the Monkees. I loved uh, you know the Temptations, the Four Tops. They had four lead singers. There was if you didn't like Paul's voice, you had John's. If you didn't like John's, you had George's. And it just made their music more available for different tastes. And it's funny now seeing that some of the I don't want to say sexism, but it's the only word I got in my arsenal. So uh, um, out there that people just don't like female singers. They don't think they can rock hard enough or whatever. And so for those people, I get to scream, yell, and sing. And then for the people that really want that tonalities, 
Brianna kicks ass. And so it gives that variety of it. And I also love the fact, mentioning the players in the band, the players I've used, I get a lot of comfort being the worst musician in the band. Because if I feel like I can play my bass player's part better than him, I'm nervous all night that it's not going to fly. Or if I can play the drums better than the drummer. And if I feel like I'm the worst musician there, then I feel like I need to step up my game and I can constantly grow and learn things. And uh, I and with the band the way it is, that's definitely how I feel. I look over and watch them in awe. And I let everyone solo. I let everyone do their thing. And I just kind of sit there just like the biggest fan watching them. I'm, I, to me, it's just kind of, hi, I get to be silly. Watch these guys. And listening like Brianna sing, I can do that all day. When like if we're in the car or we're at home or whatever, she sings with the radio. I just kind of watch and get my free concert and love it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the mark of a good leader. A good boss is to surround himself with people that are better in those avenues. Okay, look, I, hey, I don't know how to do this. That guy knows how to do it better. Let me hire him to do that. Let me. Uh, that's this girl yeah. knows how to do that. No better. Let me hire her to do that job. Yeah, that's the mark of a good leader, man. That, that that's fantastic, man. And and you recognize that you don't have such a big ego that you think you can do everything. You know, it, you we can't do it all yeah. by ourselves. No way, no how. We need a, a group. We need we need people to help us out. You know, people uh, think that these movies and records and and, and all these uh, creative things get done. Oh, look, that actor's getting twenty million dollars for that. Well, what about the other guys that behind the camera and the guy who wrote the script and the guy that's setting up everything else? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, there's so much behind the scenes. Well, like with us, we like today. Yes, we have a for today. We have a viral video. Tomorrow, maybe not, but today we do. So today we get to celebrate. Uh, but it wouldn't happen if it wasn't for these six booking agents that we work with. People like Tiffany and Gilby Clark who allow us to be their opening act from time to time. Or, you know, the different members of the, the press that we've become friends with like yourself. And it, without all of that support and friends and family saying, no, you can do this. Go try. If you don't try, you'll never know because the world has enough of the you can't do that you shouldn't do that that's impossible that type of thing no longer exists and so to have even just one other person outside of the band going i i think this is neat uh is a, a blessing and we're very fortunate to have a lot and i i wanted to call all of them out today so on social media i actually did that thank them all i'm walfredo well, rios jr who's played drums for me on several occasions is the current drummer for Chicago and has been for the last 10, 15 years. And he posted the video today on his site and said, this is my buddy. And I, you know, no, you definitely have to give credit where credit is due. And I'm, I'm glad that these people recognize, and, and it's nice. Once you get to a certain level, you know, he's got this many followers, this many fans uh, to help out the person that's coming up next. And I know you're not that person that's coming up next. You, you've been around for such a long time. How do you get to the next level? I guess you keep doing this, but, but, uh, you know, I noticed, you know, yes, you have, your videos are getting views. People are liking what you do. Thousands and thousands of views on your videos. So that's got to translate to people, you know, buying your merchandise, maybe buying a ticket to oh, your yeah. show. I, I, I hope you're getting a good, uh, a good following. And, and you, you being out there in California, 
and I, I think California has a mass exodus. They're going, uh, they're moving out of California, moving all over the Southwest yeah. and into Texas. And I think was it Austin is like the biggest suburb of of uh, California now. The whole yeah, Austin is definitely the new California, and uh, I'm so glad I live three hours north. Um, but uh, no, it's it's really. Is surreal. Like all day, I've been watching. You know, people say, "Oh, the videos at forty thousand. Oh, the videos at fifty thousand. Oh, you're at seventy thousand. And I'm like, "How? Like that is so neat." But it's weird because you do things uh, for so long, or we've been doing things for so long. And I'm used to. I was expecting like maybe four thousand, five thousand views. That was my hope. And I'm so glad that that was blown out of the water because this song particularly was our drummer's uh, pick. He's the one that when we were in the studio making, he goes, you know, this is the one you need to give to radio. You need to give this to radio. And I have my others that'll be coming out next. Uh, but I went, okay, well, if you believe in this, you have to be the one performing it and being passionate about it every night. So I'll, yeah, okay. I mean, I wrote them. They're all the same to me. But I'm like, okay, if you're passionate about it, we'll do it. And uh, Brianna and, and Victor and, and Guyton and I went, all right, here we go. We'll, we'll do this. And all of us are just sitting there going, wow, that's so cool. Well, is this the song that you would have picked? Because you being the daddy of all these of all these songs, you got to love them all pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, you need somebody, I, 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 a discerning well, ear. It, it's, it's interesting because, like I said, we did about 30 songs and we picked 10 that are out. And so I'm still confused on what's on the record and what's not because I've changed it so many times in the last month that when it comes out next week, I had to like, uh, we had to pull up the pre order on iTunes just to see what songs are listed because we don't remember. So it, it's funny when someone goes, Oh, what, what songs do you, re- do you really like? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you got the set list writ- written on the palm of your hand. <laughs> yeah. And that's pretty much it. I went, well, because there's two songs specifically that we took off the record that are very kind of industrial rock things that didn't really fit the whole record, but we're going to release them as singles. They're going to release them on their own merit. And I'm looking forward to those. But for this group, it was a full on the the people that played on this song is who you're going to see live. And I'm really proud of that. And I'm really proud that uh, the song came out the way it was because, you know, you, you get to a point to where you it's kind of like if you're a chef and you've been working on making a new menu for your restaurant, everything starts tasting the same to you because you're like, okay, this is every stuff I use. And uh, so to have someone in the middle of the hurricane with me to go, I like that one. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. So it, 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 it was neat to kind of take a step away. Um, but I, I really love Brianna's voice on it. I love my 12 string Gretches featured in this thing. And I love that. And, uh, and Victor did an amazing synth part on it that I'm, I wish I could have played or even thought of. I just, I looked at him and went picture, you know, seventies glam rock and go nuts. And I left the room and I came back in and Guyton and Brianna were watching with their eyes wide, like, that's cool. Well, let's so, continue that, uh, that, uh, chef's analogy. And uh, what palate cleanser do you use to step away from the studio, step away from the music? It, you can't be 24-7 uh, thinking, eating, drinking music. That's like, you know, being at your job all day, all night, 24 hours a day. You got to break away. I mean, do you guys, uh, what's what's the, uh, okay, if you're on the tourist uh, bureau of uh, Dallas and, 
and the surrounding areas. Where, where's the places to eat? Where's the places to go catch a show? Yeah, that that's pretty much it. It's food. Uh, we'll go out and watch movies or, you know, we'll uh, binge watch things. We've gotten, uh, Brianna and I have gotten into a habit of shows that couldn't work today, like The Jeffersons, All in the Family, Bosom Buddies. And so we've gone to these like buy, sell, trade stores and bought the series and have been watching that and have really kind of enjoyed it going, wow, that's a sense of humor that no one, you couldn't say that today. You couldn't put that up today. And we've been enjoying that. And of course, we're all big Star Wars fans. Everyone in the band is a big Star Wars fan. So anytime there's something new under that universe, we're all like, we can do this. But no, we all love Chinese food, Italian food, Indian food, Greek food. You know, they like Mexican food. I'm supposedly un-American because I don't like Mexican food, but eh. <laughs> well, where's the one spot? Give uh, give a shout out to your favorite restaurant there in Dallas, Fort Worth. We'll put it on the What Makes You Famous oh, walking tour. Um... Fred's Hamburgers. Where's that at? It, it is in Fort Worth. Uh, they were on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives a few times. And uh, they've been working their butt off to be a, a staple in a very old city. And, and they have succeeded. And they are just fantastic. They've seasoned their griddle. They're they're good. You walk in. You smell it. It's can't go wrong. No, I like a good burger joint, man. When, when I went to California, I was out there. And I, I went to... Uh, well, I think all three of them say the original Tommy's, uh, but uh, yeah, all of them say that. Yeah, they they all do. But I, I, the one that I went to, I remember there was a line all the way around the building, and I don't remember if it was even lunchtime. But I, they said this; it's always like this. And you go to the first window and you order, and then by the time the second window, they don't write anything down at their first window. By the time the second window, you pick up your order; it, it's ready. Yeah, Pink's hot dogs in LA is like that too. Okay, so that's, Fred's that's good, in Fort Worth. That's the place I ought to be yep. if I want to go get me yep. a good burger. Oh, that's fantastic! Yep. See, I like food, you know, and and it's that you know it's nice to 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 have a meal and celebrate with your friends. You, I mean, do you still have pals that you hang around with? Once we get to a a certain age, it seems like like men are losing friends. I think I have a handful of people I can call friend, and you know, a few of them don't even live anywhere near me so you know i call my best friend from high school and he's still my best buddy you know uh, do you still have friends I, I, i'm very lucky uh in that aspect uh there's friends that i've had to this day that i've known since elementary school and middle school high school uh, college you know professional life and uh like i said well fredo is junior from chicago it came they came through town and uh he called and put uh, Brianna and I on the guest list and we went to go see him and hang out and and that was great you know and of course Chicago sounded fantastic live and then uh, w- when the video got to uh, uh, one uh, any of the numbers they've made today are astonishing but my best friend since third grade sent me a text and said I'm so proud of you this is great it's like ride this wave and uh you know so i it's been really i i've always considered myself very lucky for that uh we actually had lunch with my mother and she was real excited and that was that was kind of neat you know to have someone that's like i mean for any musician the industry has drastically changed just in the last five years ten years so to have you know your mother who's in her 70s or late 70s early 80s to go i understand why this is substantial and this is great and to be excited I was just kind of like, you know what YouTube is? 
was kind of, it was, it was pretty funny to me, but it was, it's been a good day. Yes. And it's every, every fan, every person that tells you you're doing a good job uh, to a creator, you take it to heart, man. Uh, it, it feels good. Oh, that means I can keep going. Sometimes I feel like yeah. I'm too old to be DJing at 16 year old parties, but then I do one and they go, you were great keys. Then I go, okay, I guess I can keep going that, you know, it's nice. Well, the, and as you know, in, in this industry, you have, there is, there's negativity everywhere. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. And of course, entertainment like food, and you can tell I love food. So you bring it up mm, is all subject to taste. You know, what some Mexican food, and I get them to get crucified for that. But I also hate Pink Floyd. What? Oh, my best buddy just yeah, rolled, yeah, exactly. rolled over in his grave. He's not even dead yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, I absolutely respect what they do, but that's just not my cup of tea. And the first time I learned that that's actually okay to say was uh, there's a dear friend of mine who I've known, you know, since I think seventh grade, and he cannot stand the Beatles. <laughs> He says the most overrated thing he's ever heard in his life, just can't stand the Beatles. And I was like, how can you not like the Beatles? And the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, okay, it's just not his cup of tea. He's wrong, but he's just his cup of tea. No, I'm just um, it's just one of those things. And uh, so uh, when you have that kind of negativity around um, of people just not liking what you create, it's okay. And when you realize that's okay, they don't have to like it. They don't have to be, you know, a fan or anything else uh it makes things a little a lot more palatable i guess and then you have uh you know for every negative thing that you're told like oh you're horrible or you're not a good whatever good singer good songwriter good guitar player good drummer or whatever and then it, it they say whoever they are that it takes 27 compliments to balance out the one negative. Ooh. But then when you realize that it shouldn't be taken personally because, you know, some people like Hershey's, some people like Nestle, some people like Coca-Cola, some people like Pepsi, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because it's not a personal attack. And I love the fact that there's people that whoever's getting into entertainment or whatever field they decide, and they have that excitement and that energy and that drive and you don't see it waver, That's those are my favorite people. I, I love seeing people being excited to wake up every day and feel like they are blessed to do what they love. And I can't stand people that are like, well, I do this because I have to. I, I hate that. Unfortunately, when you have a family that you have to take care of, sometimes you do go to a soul-sucking job and, and do it day in and day out. Now, you mentioned the Beatles, but I noticed earlier when you mentioned the Beatles, you, you forgot Ringo Starr. I got your back, Ringo. I love your quirkiness, man. Caveman is still an underrated movie. It was awesome. <laughs> the Caveman was a great movie. It was. It was. And uh, I, love, I love Ringo. Actually, uh, the dear friend of mine is in his all-star band, and uh, I, I got to work with Ringo on his Ringo Rama album. I got to be one of the engineers on it, and he is one of the sweetest people on the planet. Actually, everyone that came through that session was a sweetheart, but of course, they were all very mellow. Yeah, but it's it's great working with musicians that, that don't have the egos that they could have. My goodness, that man has oh, made yeah. millions and millions of dollars in this show business, and uh, and he doesn't have the ego. Paul McCartney, every Every interview I watch him in, the, the guy is down to earth. He, you know, uh, they, the kids were making jokes years ago when uh, he was playing with Kanye 
And uh, they said, aren't oh, you, yeah. isn't it great that Kanye that helped, helped out uh, Paul McCartney? Isn't that cool? This new guy <laughs> that Kanye helped him out. <laughs> what a joke. But uh, I, and the funny part is, is I wonder if when he did like say, 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 and this girl is mine with Michael Jackson, if people thought that that was the same thing. I'm kind of curious about that. Well, well uh, I just remember growing up knowing both <laughs> of them were household names. So it didn't, I was like, that's cool. Years ago, but, yeah. I had a little kid, uh, a little girl asked me, hey, was Paul McCartney another band before Wings? There's a Simpson clip where they're uh, they're trying to get Bart away from Mr. Burns, and they bring a guy in that unbrainwashes people, and he says, oh, don't worry, I can save your son. I'm the one that got Paul McCartney out of Wings, and Homer hits him and goes, you idiot, he was the best one. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Man, um, you're, you're talking about uh, – uh, you know, hired guns and things like that. I, I just heard a, po- a podcast about the Millie, Millie Vanilli. And on their album, uh, the guys that actually sang the songs were credited as backup singers. When the hired guns go out there, uh, you know, like when they were on on the Monkees record, uh, were they uh, credited as, as maybe backups or nothing like that? Nothing at all? No, the, the powers that be for the Monkees uh, wanted the fantasy to be complete. And uh, Peter Tork made a very uh, good uh, statement. Uh, and uh, it was scripted, but he might have been having a hand in the script on it. But he said that the, the mind is, uh, has a hard time discerning between the real and the vividly imagined experience and the and nesmith would always call television the great american narcotic and said you know when you have the great american narcotic at work you have people that want they they wanted alan alda to be a surgeon they wanted you know um brandon fraser to be you know george of the jungle they wanted those things to be real and with the monkeys they the the record companies and the power of the set be really made it that way by just saying it's these four guys you get the first record you turn it over it lists the four guys and use of course they use the real names and uh listed them as being the band on the record there's no mention of anybody else and so it, it made that fantasy real. And the backlash never went to the powers that be. The backlash went to the four actors that were the monkeys saying, who are you? Who do you think you are? And uh, I don't think they ever really got through that, even though the show and the musicians that made those records all went on to do amazing things. And that they, uh, you know, one of the people that's come out now, Mickey Dolan's, here's a plug for you. Mickey Dolan's new record is a tribute EP to R.E.M., R.E.M. has stated several times that the way they got together is they learned to play monkey songs, and that's how they became a band. And uh, so you have bands like R.E.M. or Weezer or uh, that or uh, Death Cab for Cutie, which have all been Monkees fans, written music for the Monkees, and uh, you know it's it, it's amazing that that influence has gone on just as much as any influence goes on through any popular act that's now become legendary. Um, and of course, right now there's a, a new band out of Italy uh, called. Well, they're new to me anyway. Uh, called Manskin, which is like a mixture of David Bowie and you know just great rock, and they are fantastic. And I, I, they give me hope for new music. Actually, yeah, I got one girl at karaoke on Friday nights at the Rab. It, 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 she sings uh, a man's Manskin. I know it's Manskin, but Manskin. Yeah, uh, uh, song and oh my goodness, it's wonderful. And you were talking oh, about yeah, you know stuff. 
uh, people want the actors to be the the people that they portray on the on the screen. I've talked to a lot of a lot of actors on this thing, and they are a different breed. Uh, on some level, they are who they play on the screen. I think Alan Alda probably could do some minor surgery uh, if he had to, you know. And and, and yeah, I, I think the monkeys, uh, you know, well, I guess they did uh, learn how to play their instruments and and become well, who yeah. they who they were pretending to be at first. Yeah, they, well, they hired musicians and actors. They all had to play something to do their part. And uh, but uh, Mickey Dolenz is often quoted it as Leonard Nimoy really became a Vulcan, he you did. know. And uh, the other the other monkeys have said you know Pinocchio did come alive at, at one point. And uh, what's kind of neat is their the initial TV show of the monkeys was 1966-1967. It was just two years, but yet they continued to tour up until I mean Mickey's still touring now. He has a show tomorrow night, so uh, it's kind of like w- w- who discerns what's real and what's fake i mean those four entertainers really entertained for 50 plus years all right well i mentioned a little bit uh, ago that uh, some people from california are moving out to texas to to your area uh, is that how yep. you've been able to to keep in touch with a a fine stable of musicians that that can help you with the mcgrath project no the mcgrath project really has uh even though we i formed the band in los angeles and there's a lot of los angeles players and when we tour um, whoever's available can come in and out, and I've kept those friendships and relationships. The majority of what I, I've been using are local Texas players, um, and if one of them can't or two of them can't or three of them can't, then I'll go to the L.A. part, not because of they're in L.A., but touring now, um, you used to be able to be in an uh, opening slot and say, I need X amount that could cover Touring costs, expenses. Well, the living expense in Los Angeles, excuse me, and in San Francisco, excuse me, is so large that even if it's a good wage for a musician here, it will not cover them, and it's not worth it for them to leave. And I would love, like, when some of my friends from LA come through, and I, I always ask, I'm like, hey, I'd love to see you. Um, what times your load in? What times your sound check? And they're like, oh, I have to be at the venue at noon. And we have sound check at one. And then we have break. I'm like, well, let me pick you up and take you to breakfast. And they always say because they usually only get like dinner catered. And like we have to send money home because rent is $4,000. And uh, so it's it, it's really interesting. Uh, well, not interesting. It's, it's kind of hard to see living expenses becoming so drastic. Um, and of course, you know, there's all the, there's memes everywhere. You can, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or you know, whatever X, you know, people are like, Hey, look, the governments and different governments have admitted aliens are real. They're like, I don't care. I, how am I, how's that going to help me pay my rent? Yeah. They're like, no, look, this is real. They're like, whatever. I don't care. You lie about everything else. What's the proof? Um, well, it's all a distraction <laughs> is what it is. You know, it distracts from, yeah. from what's really going on. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, Republican, Democrat, I don't know, man. They None of them care about us, it, but it's, that's, that's all. Republican and Democrat are two wings on the same bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know Southern Democrat used to be kind of what the Republicans are now. It's, uh, oh, my goodness, politics. But um, I, I know you mentioned something earlier that uh, that touched upon me before I went on this uh, mini rant uh, on on uh, politicians that, that don't love us at all. But, <laughs> but. I'm, you know, that's okay. I don't love them either. Uh, yeah, they're not thinking about us. Uh, but um, you know, ah, 
oh give shout outs to the uh to the the bands that that the band members that you're working with uh right now and and do you have any shows that are coming up uh yes we we're doing a uh a halloween festival tomorrow and then we have our uh actual launch party for the new record on saturday and uh we uh if <laughs> different people are playing different shows and so it's kind of like which lineup do you want to see today um there was a great interview with Dave Grohl that someone would ask him at some point, like, okay, so who's in the Foo Fighters now? And he would just go, well, it's this. And I, I feel that very much because it's like, oh, who's in the band this week? I'm like, well, this is who you will see at the gig this week. And uh, But no, our core members uh, are Guyton Sanders on drums, who is from a band called the Vandaliers, who are doing really well. And Guyton uh, exited the band and now he's with us. And we love him. He's fantastic. Uh, Brianna Littlepage is our singer, and she does fantastic. Eric Delagard, who's in several bands, uh, does corporate stuff uh, around DFW, but he had an original band called Beef Jerky, which was way ahead of its time, uh, is playing bass. And uh, Victor Taruno, who's in a great kind of funk disco band called King Booty, uh, is doing keys. And uh, so that's that's it. And then uh, my uh, future stepson's doing uh, secondary guitar. So Devin Littlepage, that is fantastic. Keeping it in the family, and you got man, oh, yeah. three out of three out of all your members are, are in your family. My goodness! But yeah. um, you know, you were talking about the Beatles, and my favorite is Queen. I mean, I, I think I love them because they're versatile. And if I can be oh, so yeah. bold to to compare the McGrath Project to them, you don't limit yourself, <laughs> man. You stay. Uh, you, you said you you play country uh, on the Red Dirt Radio. And then here you're playing hard rock. And then you have, uh, oh, one of my favorites that I just saw was a, uh, a cover of a Bon Jovi song, like in the, uh, did, in the yeah. style of, uh, uh, what is it? The, uh, the lounge singer type song. Mm-hmm. You give love yep. a bad name. Uh, you know, I, I know that there's a, uh, there's lounge singers. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of blanking on, on the name of the, the most famous lounge singers that are on the, uh, on the YouTube and the videos that I watch and they'll sing pop songs in lounge form. And it's just, that drives me crazy. I love it. Yeah. Richard cheese is one that does. That's that. one. Yeah, that's right. That's actually a friend. I, I dig him. So, <laughs> well, all right. The bouncy video screen for the people that are watching the video, uh, leads me to believe that it's time to start winding this thing down. Uh, you've given some <laughs> shout outs to people that have helped you along the way. And I guess I better put this video out like, too sweet because you mentioned things that are happening tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they happen all the time. We are always on the road. We are always doing stuff. Uh, like I said, just go to follow the link. I'm sure it's somewhere there uh, for uh, for the website or our social media. Find out where we are. Find out if we're going to be in your region, and we'll be great. Well, the original website you had one that was the McGrathProject.com. Is that no longer that one? No longer uh, works. It was one of those that we bought from a hosting site, and then it expired. And now I'm I'm probably gonna have to buy it from them again. But that's okay. No problem. It'll we got be there. But right now it's a Wix. dot com something. Or I don't know. Well, since I'm looking at if it, I don't burn the toast. It's a computer miracle. Let me see if I can if I could say it clean. McGrath tmp.wixsite.com forward slash McGrath. And yes, it, the link is in the show notes below. Make sure you check that Woo! out. Now, hey, um, uh, are, do you do you post all that 
on your social media? Because I know a lot of kids don't like to to go to the website, and sometimes the websites are not easy to uh, to update as as uh, social media. So where's the the best one? Facebook, Instagram. X. I think I'm supposed to say X because I uh, yeah, because Elon Musk, our our overlord, uh, doesn't want us to dead name uh, Twitter. Well, that's okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, it, on X, you can see us, and if you say it, then I say it again, and we have a triple X thing people can go to. Um, and so there's there's that. Yes, we are on X uh, and uh, Facebook and Instagram. Those are the the big three. So if you can go go to the Holy Trinity of social media, we are there. Well, because you're in a relationship, you had to give up your OnlyFans. I'm so sorry about that. Well, you know. <laughs> Everyone loves an elbow picture, right? Yeah, feet pics, man. I thought you were selling feet pics. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Hey, um, uh, well, I mean, shoot. Uh, let's wind this thing down. Um, I usually finish these things off with last words for the people. If you don't have anything else uh, to, to promote, and I want you to come back. As often as you like, man. I enjoy talking to you. You're a cool dude. Uh, But let's do last words for the people. It could be words to live by, something you heard a long time ago, uh, maybe a mantra you wake up with every morning, or whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Uh, Gary Gary, uh, Bryant McGrath of the McGrath Project, give the last words for the people. If you find yourself in a swimsuit in the ocean, you'll still be wet. Well, there you have it, party people. Gary Bryant McGrath. <laughs> I think I think I'm I'm flubbing the name because I added his middle name. Usually, it's Gary McGrath. I, all last year, I've known him as Gary McGrath, but then on his regular Facebook page, he put Bryant. His middle name's in there, so I'm gonna go with it. I like the three name thing. I don't have a middle name, so I, I think it's cool. I, I've always been Daniel, no middle name. Nah. <laughs> My dad had a middle name. How come I wasn't a junior? His name was Daniel, and he he had George. I didn't have a middle name. So Gary Bryant McGrath, always good to talk to you about your McGrath Project, the McGrath Project, and all your various things. Oh, my goodness. And, And all the talent that just comes in and out of your orbit is just amazing. These are people that you can learn from, uh, teach at the same time. You learn from each other. It's nice when bands get together. There's a local place uh, here in town called TC's. I think it was the, the Grand Old Opry West. And on Sunday nights, and this is not a show that I'm affiliated with and by no means, but on Sunday night, they got the uh, the jam and where bands from local bands from all over uh, Arkansas c- go there and you'll have the drummer from one band and the singer from another band and guitars from one other and uh just bass and rhythm and oh just keyboards and they all just jam they just jam i i've i've had the pleasure of going there uh some sunday nights i know i got to be up in the early on monday morning but i i think uh i think i'm going to make a point to get out there and check out the the bands i I'll go see a local live show uh, you know support your local musician it's tough it's tough following these dreams you know especially if you don't have uh, you know, a big record company behind you. But even if you do, uh, sometimes a record company is going to take a little more than their share. They're going to try to. So you got to have a, uh, you got to have a lawyer. You got to have representation that costs money. Oh my goodness. Show business. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard. I, I can't, ima- can't imagine the, 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 the people. Oh, now, now the record companies are, are, you know, are, they won't touch you unless you have 
a gigantic following on social media. Uh, don't get me started. Don't get me started. All right. I guess uh, I guess we need to finish this uh, this uh, officially. <laughs> Thank you, Gary McGrath, for coming on the What Makes You Podcast, uh, What Makes You Famous podcast. On once again, I'm all tongue tied and twisted. I'm so excited! I'm so excited. <laughs> thanks for being on the show, and thanks for being a cool dude, man. It's it's nice to know you. I really really enjoy that, and I'm glad you found love. That's that's a beautiful thing too. Excellent, excellent. All right, that's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. Now, if you, yes, you, if you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email keysdan at AOL.com. That's it for me. It's keysdan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Be on Radio What. Call 501-470-6386. Say your name, where you're from, and you're listening to what? The music you want is on RadioWhat.com. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash Keys Dan. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keys Dan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What? The music you want with some words to live by. You don't have to win every argument. Agree to disagree. A public service message from RadioWhat.com. The music you want. <laughs>